0: I got a call today and I think it's important to talk about it. it. was a situation where they called me and they told me the kid is off the derich, the kid is Mikhail Chavez, the kid went through trauma, they know about went through trauma, the kid is stealing, the kid is lying, there's like a lot of problems going on. Um, unfortunately, this kid abused family, younger family kids sexually and other people in the community. Um he's a sex offender, uh the police know about it. He gets drunk, um, he goes out and, and violates his terms of his parole. Um and I mean the amount of stuff that they have, they don't have good shalom bias, there's a lot of fighting, screaming and yelling in the in the house, and he gets very, very threatening and he can get very violent and he threatens to kill himself and he threatens to kill his mother and he threatens to kill his father, and they're talking about this like Huge amount of, of, of Tsaris and and, and Tsarisein, you know. It's just, it's horrible. It's horrible. And they can't breathe and they can't live and they don't want to throw him out. People say throw him out. They can't lock him out. They tried locking him out. He was homeless for a few days. He came back home banging on the door and begging for this. They don't give him money. They didn't, the whole thing, fine. It was a situation also for a couple of other reasons. I didn't feel I was the right person to help them. I felt that it was out of the realm of my experience for reasons that I can't even share. It's just there were a couple of, like, a lot of it is exactly what you're all here for. You know, everyone's a little different, but my category. And then there was, like, there was a neurological issue that I didn't feel that that would that. uh, There were, like, three, four different things that, okay. So I said, I'm I'm really sorry. I, I, I don't feel that it's in the... Realm of my experience, which about nine out of ten calls that I, I get. That's what I say. I'm not a trained therapist. I just know very deeply the little bit that I know. But at, once it's out of that, I really, I don't have experience and I don't learn on people and I don't want to get experience. I don't want you to be my, my, uh, guinea pig. pig. And, um, so I'm really sorry. And they were crying because they said, no, we heard, we need you. We don't, we've been going through it. They spent so much money on professionals, blah, 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 blah. What's my point? So I'm schmoozing a little bit with them. And I'm like, listen, I'm not going to give you advice. You have to find the right person to tell you how to do, to give him money, to not give him money, to this, to that, all these details. But besides for those details, you have to, you have to treat him nicely because if you don't treat him nicely, then you're going to have an enemy living at home. So then they both told me, we treat him horribly. They said, we put him down constantly we yell at him. We we criticize him. We say, "Why are you doing this? How can we doing this?" And then they pick fights with him about like your shirt, your slump, when you're going to get a job, what, like about other stuff aside from whether to give him money or not that he might use for drugs, and then he might hurt somebody. Aside for all of the big problems that they have, that they don't know how to deal with, they have they created all this little problems that they have. They they take away his um, his phone. Um, so he shouldn't watch. Uh, he shouldn't watch on Shabbos. So then he blows up and he gets violent and he starts banging the door and then they have to call the police. That's unnecessary. They um, he got Netflix, so he watches Netflix all day. He should be getting a job. He's totally tzabrachan Okay, he's not at all his age, which is mid twenties, and for years they're fighting with him. So I feel like it's unnecessary, but I'm going to tell you the things that I told them, because apparently, when you're in it, when you're in it, it's very hard to see. So I'll tell you what I told them. I said, listen, I'm not giving you advice. Could be once a month, or once a week, or once a day, whoever's advising you is going to tell you how to deal with him. But anything else, do not fight with him. Don't be putting him down. He's tzabrachin. He feels like a nobody or nothing. He was stabbed. He has a life of pain, tons and tons of pain. And now on top of that, my mommy and daddy don't like me. They don't hold of me. They think I'm a schlump and why'd you leave this here? And you're criticizing him. I said, that's just mean. I said, that's just taking, it's a a, broken person. It's just cruel. It's cruel. I said, but if you're not sure, write it down. And if it worked, then you could decide with the expert if you should do it or not. But if it doesn't work, and it didn't ha- then? Why are you doing it? So we divided it into categories. First thing is, let's say he wants to go out at night, and they're told, which we don't even know, and they're told, don't let him go out at night. So you have, to, if if you stop him from going out at night, and you break his arm, for example, right? But he doesn't go out. Okay, I don't like the method, but at least he didn't go out. But if you break his arm and you shoot him, right, and you stab him, and he goes out anyway, so then write down, we cannot stop him from going out. So why why do you have to go through that whole fight? What did you accomplish? You didn't accomplish anything. Okay, We take away his phone, so he shouldn't do something. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. But let's say you think it is the right thing to do, right? Now, the last ten times, what was the result? He stole your phone. He lit the house on fire. Did it work? No. He got his phone back, right? Okay, we don't do that anymore. Don't do anything that doesn't practically work. That's even if you were supposed to do it. Besides for the fact that I'm pretty sure you weren't supposed to do it. But does that make sense? Makes sense. Besides for those things that you have to fight over, that you're told to fight over, anything else you don't fight over. You have enough problems. You don't make new problems that, oh, you didn't put the food away. You put the food away. I told them, you have a very big Nisayan. You have a Nisayan from Hashem. Overwhelming. I don't wish it on my greatest enemy. I really don't. Wonderful people. They have like a hundred other kids, you know, normal, wonderful people. And then they got this kid. I said, but you have a test. It says you're not allowed to get angry. You're not allowed to put down another Jew it was helpful that they're Chabad. So I get to say, the Rebbe would not want you to put down another Jew. That's like, besides for Hashem. What? Yeah, right? Um, I said, you know, he's a chelik lakami mamish. I get to say that. And then I said, you know, it says in Tanya, Rahmanus mevateles hasina. So if you feel like you hate him because he's ruining your life, because he's sick, Rahmanus mercy, is mevatel those feelings of sinah. Okay, so I was able to use a lot of that stuff. I said, then you have to realize that every Yid is beloved to Hashem, and there's hope for him, and he's sent, sent down here for a purpose, and et etc. et cetera. I said, but you have a Nisayin, because it's frustrating. Now, sometimes the Nisayin is about the issue. You want to block him from going out. You He's hurting somebody, fine. But then you have a hundred other Nisayinos that you want to get angry, and you're frustrated and all of that. How do you expect him to be Ahmed bin Nesayan that he has, this broken child, if you, the healthy parents, are not Ahmed bin Nesayan? They're like, we can't not get angry at him. We can't not criticize him. I feel terrible. I really feel bad. I probably also couldn't. But that's your Nesayan. So if you can't control yourself, how do you expect him to be able to, a little kid, a broken kid, to be able to control himself? So we have to realize that we also have a a Nesayan of how to deal with him. Don't Criticize him. Don't knock him. Don't put him down. I said, first of all, there's no healing benefit in that. And again, even on those issues, if you're told that you have to argue with him, right, that's about that. But why are you doing other stuff for? Like when they told that to me, it was at the end of the conversation and they like let it slip. Oh, by the way, we, we, we knock him a whole day and we put him down and we yell at him, we scream at him, we criticize. Him. I'm like, whoa. Like, I wasn't going to advise you on these big issues of of, of how to, you know, but these are pacham katanam. These are little issues that you make. Like, why would you do this to yourself? Besides for the fact he's he's going to feel like he's living in an environment that's not sustainable, which is going to make him need more drugs. He's going to curse you more. He's going to get angry and anger, and then he's either going to kill himself or he's going to kill you. Or he's going to end up in the cycle. Something very bad is going to happen. I could not live with someone criticizing me a hundred times a day. Could you? And he's broken and has all kinds of issues and he's on drugs. That's somebody, I think, if you add it up all together, that you want to be nice to. Okay? So unless someone tells you you must do something, you should only be nice to him. And they were like, wow, yeah, that would really change everything. So, you know, we did do it. And when we did it, we we saw he was calmer but we just couldn't keep on doing it. I'm like, I'm not judging you. But there you have it. There you have it. Especially when the going gets tough. And I said, even if you find something that you have to do to fight him under doctor's orders, so to speak, which I don't think they should, but I'm not giving them advice. So let's say they find somebody and he's for the once a year or the once a month or the once a week that they have to fight him. Even that, do it, but they're covered. Do it, but they Say, listen, I'm, I'm really I'm sorry. But we were instructed that we cannot give you the car keys, whatever, and he's gonna curse you, whatever, and say, you know, we love you, we can't do it. Even if you have to put your foot down, according to your expert. Even that should be done. But also, you have to tell him, not only I'm not giving you the kids, I hate you, you ruin our family, and you, and you have bad breath. Why? Why? I hate the way you dress, you have bad fashion sense. Why, why, are you, why are you knocking him more than what you're instructed? To do if you're instructed to do. And I was, I, I see that this is happening a lot because I got, a, I got other calls similar that in addition to the actual problem of not knowing how to deal with it, the parents are so lost, wonderful people, so lost and so hurt and in so much pain that they cause additional problems that there is no healing benefit to. Like even if you find someone who tells you you have to do this or that, okay. But there, maybe there's a healing benefit in that. I don't agree. Maybe yet, maybe not. But all of this new stuff, looking at a kid who comes down dressed not properly with those eyes and making them feel like a piece of garbage, did that help? Does that help? No. So what are you? why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Even if you're not told, like Gershon Edelstein says, and like so many of us, to buy the Nazinistic clothing in order that she should feel comfortable so we can win her, even if not. And even if you're told to, to not, fight But if what you're going to do now is not going to stop them, why are you doing it? And then why are you picking additional fights that have nothing to do with the fights that you're having? You left the cup out, you're a slob, your room looks like a pigsty. I'm like, you have massive problems. You're now looking to criticize your kid? So I think that this is not controversial for me to say for the families that are not under my guidance, that whoever is guiding you, and if you have to do something tough, it has to be bederich kavod. You're not allowed to insult. You're not allowed to put down. Even if the guy says, which I, I don't understand why you have to, you have to, you have to take away the phone. I, I got a call once from my mother. She said, "You got to help me. You got to help me." I don't know who she was. You got to help me. I picked up the phone. You got to help me. It's an emergency. I took away my, my my son or daughter, I don't remember, my kid's phone, iPhone, right? And so he grabbed the kitchen knife and he threatened to kill me if I don't give the phone back. What should I do? <laughs> oh uh, I think you should give back the phone. I don't think it says anywhere that you have to sacrifice yourself. <laughs> you know, it's like, what should I do? Like, Nebuch, people don't know. But let's say they get advice to put your foot down. Even that is medarach kavod without insulting. But everything else, for sure only compliment and anything that you're, that's not about that, compliment and fun and nice and, and that's here what we have is a big split in Claudio's show. Because we, I don't find that happening. I've heard about certain individuals that do have a balance. That they're tough on the kids in ways that I would not approve of, but a lot of fun and a lot of compliments and, and all the, whenever it's not about those issues, they're like super, you know, think, there is that balance out there. And it's not going to work on our TP stage four kids. And I don't think it's going to, I don't think it, I don't agree with it, bottom line. But, okay, they're, they're a mensch. They don't degrade themselves as mother and father, screaming and yelling and losing control and being angry and putting their kid down and destroying an ashama. They have a balance. And, and they work it out. Either it works, it doesn't work, fine, but they're a mensch. So, whatever you have to do, according to whoever is guiding you, or, or if you don't have guidance, if you're out there, and, which you should have guidance. Somebody else called me this week, and he said, there's no guidance. I said, w- they told me terrible situation. They weren't asking me for guidance, so I didn't really offer. Terrible situation, terrible, typical what we deal with. I said, you should be under guidance. There is no guidance. We went to many experts, and they all told us, Davin, and that's all we can do. I'm like, I- I've never heard of that. Well, of course we Davin, but there's so much to do. Like, they didn't even tell them the basics, that, you know, I sahava, like, the chazanish and the, the, none, like, zero, like... I don't I don't know why they're going they're on the WhatsApp group. I see this whatever, I don't know exactly whatever. Anyway, so the if you have to do something connected, like against but they're covered with a smile. I'm so sorry, apologetic, no anger. For sure not. It won't 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 be helpful. Number 1. Number 2, anything that you think that you want to do, if it doesn't work, don't do it. You you accomplish nothing. There's a family that came here before they came here. They locked all their doors they got extra locks, and locks so the daughter could not escape the house at night because she was young and going out and doing bad stuff and they turned on the alarm. So it would trigger if she went in the hallway. She jumped out of the second story window. Okay? So, if it would work, anything that you do that works and you're told to do it and it's done there their covet, that's the second category. If it doesn't work, don't stand in front of the door. Don't do not uh, do crazy things. Don't be breaking stuff. Don't take stuff away. Nobody asks you to do that. I said, how do you know that for this kid, that smoking weed is bad? They're angry at him that he smokes weed. He's like the most miserable human being in the entire world. He went through Gehenna. He had a, 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 a childhood sickness and, and illness and, and, and uh, terrible, terrible trauma. And now they decided weed, weed is the worst thing in the world. So who told you? Who told you? Maybe weed is good for him. I said, how do you know if something is good or bad if you don't know what the other option is? So you're going to take away the weed, right? So what do they do? What, 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 what does he do? He steals. So now they have another thing against him. He's a Ghanif. A Ghanif, a manipulator, a liar. He lies to my face. Of course he does, because he needs to survive. Because he's suicidal. And he wants to kill himself. The weed calms him down. So it's like oh, it makes him feel a little bit normal. If it's not weed, it'll be something worse. They won't give him money. So he has to go ahead and sell stuff and steal stuff. And then when they confront him, he lies. So he's a liar. He's a of a liar, because you don't want to give him money. I'm not saying give him money or not, because I only say that when it's my, my kid. I'm saying look at what happens. And then he's always trying to get stuff. So he's a manipulator. He's in survival mode, and his enemies are his parents, which is the absolute worst thing. He said, And besides for all of that, let's say, are you having fun with him? Well, he won't go with us. Do you compliment him? Do you buy, did you buy him something for Yantif? He'll smash it. He'll break it. He'll say, you hate me. Why are you buying stuff? He said, this is not going to be able to exist, unfortunately. This is a tragedy waiting to happen, a tragedy that I don't think any teepee family has. Once you get in, we have some that in the beginning are hard. Once you, you get into that nefesh, into that, you get hooked. Right? You get hooked. And the nafshik shub, that's it. That's it. Then we figure out what to do, what not to do, and how to do it, all of that. But for those who are without guidance or with bad guidance, everything else never, ever done with kas. No anger. No putting down. I got today such a beautiful email. I asked the guy if I can share it because I want to show you pictures. It's a a very chasheva enical of one of the big, big rabbis. A really chashev, super chashev. And he went totally off the derech. Totally off the And the parents were him with love and without rejection. And this went on many years. He's talking about like 15 years. He just got married now. He came back to be from, he came back to be mamish like the family. Like mamish like the, this, this Chosheva Rabistova. And he got married to an extremely from girl. I mean, why? The parents did, did, they didn't do bad stuff. They didn't say, I wish you were never born. How could you do this to me? If, if the tension is high, you're never gonna get to the end zone. So lower the tension. Lower the tension.